On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are eating good food here at Pig Floyd's, sponsored by Marone Interiors, for all your Marone interior needs. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm waiting for my mothership to come back and take me home. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, welcome <laughs> back. We were so missed last week. Thank you. I've resurfaced like the groundhog who saw his gay shadow and uh, screamed and ran away. Were you in some sort of bubble somewhere? Or? If, the, if by bubble you mean curled up with my childhood teddy bear in my bed, Writing the news, then yes. All right. I was we in a bubble. We, I had Sabrina last week. She did great. She did a wonderful job. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's going to take over our podcast. <laughs> she, she has mentioned to me a couple times that if we, she, if you ever need her, uh-huh. to like that we could give her a call. Okay. And uh, I'll say she was much better than I ever am. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. We had a good time. Thank you, Sabrina, yeah. for... Hosting Sabri- last week, Sabrina Amber from the News Junkie. Yeah, you can hear that on our podcast. Uh, tonight's episode is sponsored by Marone Interiors. Can I tell you about them? Yeah, of course. They're an award-winning high-end interior design firm that recently just celebrated its ten-year anniversary, and they just opened their first showroom and retail space located in Designers Row of Winter Park. We're nice. gonna hear from them later. Where is Designers Row? We're gonna get them to tell you all about it. All right, are they gonna design? The inside of your home, Brendan. Inside of my brain. Needs a total overhaul. Did they walk in? They're like, whoa, you need a new design yeah, in your house. I bet I bet my, oh, in my house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't think that when they walk in my house? <laughs> but it's a rental. That's I, true. If, if you you can still have, have to live there. What does the inside of your brain look like, do you think, John? I, I don't know. If it looks like the interior or something, what does your brain look like? You don't know? I don't know. I'll tell you. I think mine looks like a unisex bathroom. <laughs> okay. That's probably what my math is. Okay. I'm just saying, that's all it is. All a lot right. of beige. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's episode, we're hanging out at Pig Floyd's Barbacoa. Yeah, we're in your neighborhood. We, well, don't tell everybody. Oh, well, we say we say it all the time that you live we in Mills do, 50. We do. I live pretty close to this, within spitting distance. Yeah, we had dinner tonight. We had brisket, and we had pork, and we had Tacos, butter chicken tacos. That butter chicken taco was fire. That was my favorite, I think. So good. That was fire emoji. I this want place that. has been here, what, four or five years now, probably? How about that? I remember before that, it was uh, it was a Turkish place, Attila's. Oh, I don't think I ever went there. <laughs> it was delicious. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still getting still getting back here. Coming back to life. Uh, before that, it was Friends, which was the gayest steakhouse in town. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was, a, it was like a gay-owned steakhouse. That's be- way before my time. Way, way. And that's it says how long I've been living in this slice of land over here. Uh, probably like eight years. But I love it here at Pig Floyd's. It's good food. and, and Delicious. You know, not that expensive. And you got beer, and it's great. And you can see and chill music, like kind of sexy, like taco-eating music we were talking about <laughs> earlier. I like it. Isn't all sexy music taco-eating music? You could argue that, yes. <laughs> but we're outside, too. It's a beautiful night here in Orlando, and this place is packed. It is, and there's so much happening, John. Most of it to do with a sickness, uh-huh. which we're going to have to talk about. The virus. We have to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, because it's affecting a lot of stuff. It really is, both globally, nationally, and locally. But let's talk about some good stuff Okay, let's before start we there. get into that. So what, what happened this week? What's happening to you this week? You're better, which I'm happy about. I'm like 85%. 
85. 85? Yeah. That's pretty good. Which That's is not bad. A little bit better than how this person backing out is driving, I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to Taste of Winter Park the other night, and it was fantastic. They raised a lot of money for local charities. And that's run by the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. So holler at them for doing a good job. And then I just checked out the new uh, 60 Vines. Oh, how was it? John, it was really cool. Sabrina and I talked about it last week. So you got to go. We got to talk about it and you actually get to go. How great is that? Typical. Typical. (laughs) You get all the fun still. Privilege. (laughs) <laughs> we, we had, I should have brought you. That's all right. I don't yeah, want to I was go. in and out. You you would have had more busy. fun than Scotty Campbell did because he was <laughs> he's not a happy camper when I drag him to those things, man. Holy jeez. <laughs> I should have just told him to stay How home. is it, though, inside? Fun. They got 60 different wines on tap. Wow. They're like little kegs underneath the bar, and they can just tap them out. Just it's like really just one brand of wine, oh, 60 different. <laughs> they just tell you yeah. all. So yeah. It was beautiful. They had like a little greenhouse porch patio area for special events. I thought that was really cool. I drove by and saw the, the patio out there. Yeah. It looks really nice. I made uh, I made a video about it, John, inspired by you. Oh, thank you. And I even have like the left swiping subtitle. Nice. Because I notice how that's like your your thing. Yeah. You know, well, it's not my thing. It's well, a social yeah. media thing. Well, I, you know, I just I stole it. it. I wanted you to know I was inspired. I'm just surprised at that place. Because they, they basically gutted that restaurant. Gutted. To make it to what it is. And it had only been open like less than a few months. It was a fine restaurant before. I mean, gorgeous. The inside was It was fine. really pretty. The food was just okay at Kona Grill. Yeah. But this is a branded corporation. They have a look. It's all Napa inspired, so they just gutted it and made it look super fancy. When's it actually open? The 17th of March. Yes. <laughs> of March. This month. Of this month. Okay. If they stick to it, and uh, they're going to be raising money for the Junior League of Orlando. 50% of their sales that day are going to go towards Junior League, uh, which is smart. I like that. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, what else happened? I'm gonna I did be- some hanging out this week at the Lucky Lure. You did? <laughs> it was fun. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, well, I hung out there. On, I, I did like a Sunday fun day, like, which I never do. Were you just sitting on the curb? No, no, no they were open. Like, they were open. You- Played played some uh, played some cornhole. It's a beautiful day that day. I can't day. say that word. Cornhole. It's beanbag toss. No, it's not beanbag toss. I can't. What is that like? What the Canadians call it? Yes, because bean bag the, toss? the alternative is too dirty to say out loud. Worse than in cornhole. Civilized conversation. You can't say that. You can't say cornhole. Well, you can't say. I that. just did like five you times. Can't. Like it's like, uh, did you never watch Beavis and Butthead? Like, how can you say that with a straight face? I don't, that's, just, that's just what they call I it. Can't. It's too much. That's I'm a gentleman. I'll, you'll never hear me say it. Hey, we won an award. We we did or you well, did? You by association kind of. <laughs> I couldn't do it without you. We got second best website from Watermark readers. Watermark online. It's the Wave Award. What does Wave awards. stand for? Does it stand for anything? Wave. Oh, so it doesn't stand for anything. No, I don't think it stands for anything. I think it has to do, because water, Mark. Oh, that makes sense. But then also, like, exuberance. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So second best website in Orlando. Yeah, which I'm a little upset about. Why? Not because we didn't get first. I'm upset that we didn't get third, because we've (laughs) we've won third place for six years, I think. Oh. And And I have them in a row. Framed on my wall in my so office. the second place one's gonna feel left out. Well, now it's broken my my whole s- string of it's the whole method. I was really excited about being third place so every year. I assume Brendan uh-huh. that first place is the most amazing website. That it would, it would have to be. Have right? to be. What was first? Uh, Watermark. Oh, Watermark won their own award. Interesting. Yeah, they got Interesting. first. And uh, third 
Watermark? No, Orlando <laughs> Immunology Center. Oh. OI, OIC. Okay. It's just one of their, their biggest Big advertisers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong about either of those. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm not like, you know, I'm not you're saying gonna get, out loud well, you're that gonna they get did fourth something wrong. Come on. Come on. Right? It's a little. I think it says more about the their voting? leaders. That's all these awards things are about. You're you're checking in with what your readers do and who where your readers go and who they read and and, and what they're interested in. It's got to feel good that you're second because that's really like first. Yeah, I feel like that's the first. I'll place. take. You should scratch out the two and put a one. I'm gonna scratch it out and put a three just because I want it the whole <laughs> sequence to still be in order. Uh, should we just get right into this whole coronavirus? Sure, thing? we should probably we should probably get into that. Because it's going to affect everything else we're talking and, about. And the thing is, I, I do want to say before we get too far, Brendan, even the things we say right now on Thursday night can change yeah. pretty quickly. I had to cancel all my meetings today because we started a list, which you can go to on bungalow.com. It's a running list, which means I will continue to add to it as new th- information yeah. comes to light. A lot has changed even in the last like two or three days. But, I mean, a week ago... The biggest thing was there was some conventions that had canceled, some big yes. conventions. But uh, Orange County officials were still saying, you know, we're still open for business. Everybody still be okay. But things have changed a little bit in the last week. Well, the WHO has officially labeled it a pandemic yep. as of yesterday. Uh, global infections have surpassed, at the time of this, 127,000 people. Uh, and the virus has disrupted supply chains of 75% of U.S. businesses. Wow. Because most of those businesses are sourcing stuff from China, right? And you can't get them because Chinese manufacturing is operating at 50% capacity right now and 50% uh, 56% of normal staff. So eating local is, is not just a fad right now. It's also probably your best bet. Of aid, making sure that the stuff you're eating is healthy and good for you, but then also be that they'll have actually things for you to eat. Yeah, yeah. As this continues, and it will, and it'll probably get worse. It'll probably take some time before all this sort of figures itself yeah. out. When President what's, Trump, what's closed right now? So I know the NBA season NBA is suspended yeah, right now. NBA is suspended here. I have a, MLS, the up. Major League Soccer, which means so that means the Orlando Magic aren't playing. The Orlando City Soccer, they're not playing. I know for, Major League Baseball has pushed their opening day, which there isn't a team here in Orlando, yeah. but there's a lot of spring training NHL? around here. NHL? Uh, they're thinking about it. as well, of right. Oh, they, okay. NHL has suspended the regular season. Ah. The uh, e, what, uh, ECHL? Okay, that's the minor league hockey, solar which bears, would be Solar Bears. Uh, has delayed it. They've postponed their season. Uh, Orange County Regional or the Orange County Library System has canceled all of their library sponsored events. That's everything like public facing things that aren't in the libraries. The libraries will stay open, but all of their programming has ceased. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. All kinds of things are are, schools. Schools are on. So schools are on spring break starting Friday and all of next week. School uh, public Orange County public public schools. schools. So they're waiting to see with the Orange County public schools. They just issued a statement today. Uh, that the plan is to reopen following March break. Uh, UCF has moved all of their classes online. Online only. I think Rollins did too, right? They did as well, and they're kicking people out of their dorms. They're saying you you can't stay on campus. Oh, wow. UCF, I think, is saying if you have nowhere else to go, obviously you, you can stay. I think Rollins is just encouraging well, everybody to Those Rollins to leave. kids will just buy houses somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> their parents will. <laughs> well, let's buy a house. 
Uh, Valencia College, though, is is still open. They're still making people go to some classes as they're slowly transitioning to online. Uh, But it looks like they just don't have the capabilities to make everybody go online. I think, I mean, I want to get to the local restaurant thing. But I also, I think it's going to be interesting here in Central Florida because we have so many people that work jobs that are hourly. They don't pay very much. And if those people have to take time off, yeah. you know, they don't have a way to sort of rebound. I mean, if I take a week off, you know, I still get paid. I, I get salary. So right. it's not it's not as big of a hit for me. But somebody that works in an industry where it's service, not like that. Events. Yeah. Right. Which events and service are getting hit really hard right now. By yeah. Because these, these all these conventions, if, if you don't have 30,000 people come here for a convention that had catering, that had hotel rooms, nobody needs to clean the hotel if nobody's there. Yeah. Nobody needs to make your dinner. If, if you don't show up so now those people don't have to go to work and now they're losing money john we're having just normal like restaurants locally ha- facing a, a huge decline in business uh since this all started because people are starting to be afraid to leave and, and that's because right now it's not self-isolation what's the term uh uh Social distancing. Social distancing, right? So that's Which we are not practicing right now, you and I. Whoa. That's right. And we <laughs> kind of shared food just now, yeah. too. So. <laughs> and I'm getting over a cold, so good luck, John. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been this spraying. This is my last episode. We've been <laughs> uh, we're so bad at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people, as we're, as we're being told to, like, to social distance, which means to, you know, stay home and, and, and try to... Uh, resist larger public events and being in rooms with lots of people and just, you know, move with intent. I think the next big thing, so Disneyland is closing for two weeks in California. So I, I just feel like if Disneyland closed, I don't see, I don't see Disney World staying open either. I could be wrong. And they've then had it, one, they've had more cases, more in California, reported no, you're right. in California. I think and we just haven't had that. We've had one confirmed in, in, in Seminole, Seminole. Uh, as of today. But like, so nobody's been tested. Yeah, we don't have the testing kits. No. The testing kits arrive tomorrow, Plus which is have, Friday when this airs. That's when the testing kits arrive, uh-huh. I guess, in Orange County. Uh, Plus, it don't matter. Even if you are from here, think who comes to Disney World. People from all over the I know, world. I know. We have to and have not just here. I shouldn't just pick on Disney World. I yeah. mean, Universal's the same way, and SeaWorld, and all the attractions we have here. And people from all over come here and i've been in those i work there like none of those people are washing their hands <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody did you had, work in a restaurant nobody, i did <laughs> and nobody i was we you had were washing to, your hands but i was saying the people we were serving no way those those monsters but they haven't done anything with the amway yet have the amway center like if they as of this morning we're recording this thursday uh they were still everything was fine they're not postponing or rescheduling any events. There was one. There was the Andre, Andre yeah, Ryu, the Rio, Waltz guy, but he that was himself. Okay, they decided to do that themselves, and we have an ongoing list uh, that I'm updating with all of these cancellations, which includes the Winter Park Sidewalk Art Festival. They haven't said anything on that yet, have they? They did. Yeah, they oh. said it today. They're canceled? canceled. Oh, not even postponing, just canceling it. Uh, Brian Reagan at Walt Disney World Theater is postponed. Uh, yeah, Orlando Wine Festival postponed sideline wine and dine event, which is the biggest Camping World Stadium fundraiser for their charities. 
uh, postponed as well. So you're going to be seeing a lot of yeah. and all these larger events that are put on by larger organizations, which have insurance for their people. And, and like they would be docked if they're putting their their people and their staff in danger. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of those cancellations. And, I, and, and you, we had mentioned local restaurants. I saw this somewhere online that somebody said, you know, a lot of some restaurants are really hurting. And one of the ways maybe to help is to if you're not going to go there, maybe buy a gift card. So I said when, that. Okay, you did. Yeah. Well, there you oh. go. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I will give credit where credit's due there. Thank you. So buy a gift card. So when things are maybe yeah, back they to get normal, the money. They they're get getting the money. the money ahead of time in a slower time. You can go back and honor it later. So long as they don't close in the interim. <laughs> <laughs> and you and that could happen. We saw this. We saw this for a month when it was uh, when Pulse happened. Yeah. Right, and it was very isolated cases around Pulse with all those businesses because it closed Orange Avenue. I wasn't here in two thousand one, but I do know after nine eleven, it was like uh, there wo- there was no tourism because you couldn't travel, and you know airlines were shut down. And I know Orlando took a really big hit after that, and you know I'm not comparing the two, but you know that's what happens when people don't travel; they don't they don't come here, and that can have a really bad effect on our economy. Well, and you look at our our art organizations and things that are, are dependent on tourist tax development dollars to uh-huh. like not only uh, buy them the buildings they are staying in, but then also to throw money at them for their programming. United Arts just gave out $300,000 worth of, of funds to these businesses to literally help them pay rent to to help them reach diverse audiences. And, th- and that in part is coming from larger businesses and corporations who who have that cash because the Orlando economy is going strong. It's all trickling down. Yeah. But when you have a weak point in it, it can be tough. It's tough. So, you know, stay safe, wash your hands, and support the small businesses right now, and and we'll hopefully all get through it. Uh, That being said. Dollar General. Open. Open. No, DGX. Oh, Yes, the right? new fancy dollar general extra. We, we've chatted a little bit about it, Brendan, that it was going to open, but they pushed it back, it sounded yeah, like. Yeah, they kind of sassed me a little bit, too. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you can write about it, but we have to approve everything you say first. Yeah, and I was happen. like, good luck. You already <laughs> told me when it's opening, so I wrote you're about like, it. You're like, I don't even approve of half the things I write. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Who do you think I am? And, uh, yeah, it was delayed, have obviously. Have you gone in? No, Scotty no. Campbell went. You took a picture for us. If you want to see what it looks like, it's on Instagram. It looks like a nice Dollar General. It's packed. Really? It's like a bodega without any bodega cats. So, so kind of sterile. I mean, what are they, they just is it just like a, a small Publix? No, it's like a Dollar General. Okay, <laughs> it's, like, it's like an Ace uh, Hardware, but with like produce and stuff. Okay. Ace Hardware and Seven Eleven have Sometimes a baby. You need that stuff when you live downtown. You, you need, need a, we need you need a broom like you need every now be, and then. The fact that there wasn't one of those downtown d- or something doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that they really the only like corner store you could go to was that weird Walgreens that doesn't have any pharmacy in it. <laughs> yeah, and then those Seven Elevens that yeah, are full of homeless got, people eating taquitos. Yeah, you need you need like a Dollar General. <laughs> you need that. To I happen. agree. Yeah. So uh, there's a new coffee. Slash record shop slash bookshop opening up. I, I heard about this. It's called Binks. Binks, which is named apparently after the owner's girlfriend's cat, who I was, was going to guess cat. named after the cat from Hocus Pocus, the talking cat. Ah, Binks with a Y. Where is this opening at? Camden Thornton Park. 
That's at 420 East Church Street. That's where the uh, Greenery Creamery is, John. Oh, right down that strip there. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. That makes sense. There's like yoga studios there and wine shops. and it's, This is going to be like a destination it's place. a good little retail spot spots There's right there. A little recording studio in there, too. Uh, I'm really excited about it. James Reed and his family are kind of leading the cause. His dad, Jim, was in the telecom business and, and had this idea for a record shop, record shop slash coffee shop. And uh, you know what? We got to go to break. We got to go to break. We got to go to break and we'll come back and we'll tell you a little bit about turtles that are also fighting a virus, people who win a design award, all the things. Own interiors with Audrey Marone herself, the namesake. How are you doing, Audrey? Hey, doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm loving this beautiful new showroom you have here in Winter Park. Thank you. It's opening this weekend, right? Yep. It opens tomorrow is our grand opening and we're opening at six o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, tell me more about it. So like you've been around for how long? 10 years. 10 years. And this is your anniversary too, isn't it? It is. February 28th was actually our 10 year anniversary. So we're kind of doing a combined grand opening and 10 year celebration. I love it. So what kind of stuff do you do? I know you do build out of people's kitchens, but it's it's so much more. Well, Marone Interiors is a full service interior design firm. And so we do a lot with residential clients, but we also do commercial clients as well. But what Bespoke Furniture is by Marone Interiors, our store is to where anyone can walk in and have a great design, have signature pieces and be able to order something that's truly custom. Uh, so like custom couches for if they have like a hard to fit area in their home. I, I've, I've seen some really cool, really special designs in here. Uh, and with when you're throwing around bespoke, that means you're actually coming up with those designs with them. That is correct. We're coming up with the designs. And like in our back, we have a movie theater with a bespoke sofa that's back there. that's 10 feet long and by 78 inches deep. So it, it can even be a bed. But as for a movie theater, it turns out great because we can do any fabric, but we can do any size with it too. That one we made to where the back can also seat people. So if you have any kind of sport function or anything like that, you can actually sit 12 on one sofa. Audrey, I knew it was a success when I walked in and I saw a cute little ginger boy sprawled out on that sofa. So I knew it was like a good design because people wanted to be there. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jason. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Jason, how are you doing? Jason's kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, Jason makes beautiful kids and now they're just hanging out. Jason, what do you do here at Marone? So I'm a designer here. Um, and so I'm more on the Marone interior side, but of course helping uh, on the bespoke furniture side as well um, and the build out. And so if someone comes in and they have a piece that they're interested in and they want to customize it, I'll be able to help them and be able to kind of achieve that for them. But more on a larger scale, getting into more of homes, rooms, and larger spaces. It says a lot about your clientele here in Winter Park, but I know you're not just, your, your clients are all over Florida, right? They're all over Florida, and actually we do things nationwide, and we've gone as far as Dubai. As far as Dubai? Yes. Oh, girl, you posh. <laughs> That's cool. I love that. And it says a lot because it's those kinds of people that, that want something special. They don't want to go to Crate and Barrel. They want something that really speaks to them and their aesthetic. But you're kind of like a midwife for people's homes and interiors, right? In the sense that you can help them... Uh, give birth to something really special. Absolutely. Okay. We're here to create like amazing spaces. Where can people find out more information? How can they get plugged in? 
Well, we invite everybody to come tomorrow to our grand opening. Mm -hmm. And then next week we are launching our website, which is bespokefurniturehome.com. So they'll be able to also see, you know, different items on there. But if they come in, we can actually create a custom piece that's 100% just for them. We're going to be sharing that information too on our website, maybe on our Instagram too, so you can see how cute it is in here. Uh, Audrey, thank you so much for having us. And I can't wait to see more of what you guys come up with in, in making Winter Park in Orlando and Florida and even Dubai uh, more beautiful and more bespoke. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in today. This is Scotty for Orange County Library Systems to tell you about these three things. Did you know you can get books and other materials delivered to your door? Simply go online, request the material, and when it's available, it'll arrive in what we like to call a blue bag of happiness. You can conquer your career goals with online courses from the comfort of your own house. Your library card gives you free access to lynda.com from LinkedIn and its amazing resources. Listening to a book while you do your chores can ease the monotony. You can check out audiobooks and ebooks with your library card and download them to your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm the pregnant pause between when you ask for the salt at Thanksgiving dinner and your grandpa yells about immigrants, Brendan O'Connor from <laughs> Bungalore.com. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging out here at uh, Pig Floyd's here in Mills 50. Had a fantastic dinner, actually. It was really good. I shouldn't say actually. I, I'm saying it because it was so, so you good. You were so surprised. I, no, no, no. <laughs> Delicious. Pass the salt. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I like Pig Floyd's. I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell, don't tell uh, my boyfriend. Get the tacos. He's not a fan, but I like it here. Get the tacos. I like the taco. They were good stuff. It's the one time I'll ever say that sentence. Here on Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. This week's episode is sponsored by Marone Interiors. Marone Interiors. Who you just heard about, and they're awesome. Thanks, Marone Interiors. Go there for all your Marone Interior needs. If if you like what you hear tonight, go to bungalow.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the places. All those places. Or else... Before the break, we were talking about turtles. Turtles. You John, a big fan of turtles? You ever have a pet turtle? I, I never had a pet turtle. I never I liked did them, either. Though. My wife had pet turtle. Okay. Very exciting. <laughs> glad, glad you told me about it. They're all dying. All of them? Yeah, apparently. Most of the soft shell variety. WMFE just ran a story about a new virus, a new, I say loosely, that's killing freshwater turtles in the Kissimmee chain of lakes, John. Oh, no. It's killed hundreds since it was detected in 2018, and it's all along the St. John's River, and they're finding afflicted softshell turtles from Cocoa Beach to Eustis, Lake Apopka, Lakeland, and they're trying to figure out what's causing the virus. They still don't know how to treat it. Dude, two years they've been looking into this. Wow. Uh, you can email or text the fish and wildlife folks at tip at my w or fwc.com. 
if you see something, uh, really you're looking for turtles that are on the side of the water, and their necks are stuck out, and they have big swollen eyes. Oh, no. That's sad. That is sad. That's so sad. So they have no idea what's causing this. They don't know. And two years, man. Hopefully that doesn't take two years for one coronavirus. We can figure that out. Yeah, let's figure it out. Uh, Manello Museum. You know they're getting an expansion. Yes. Right? And we're not too far from there right now. Yeah, it's over on Lake Formosa. Right across the, the lake. So pretty. So it's the tiniest little museum in town. Maybe maybe not as tiny as the Firehouse Museum. Ooh, but that's a tiny one. But it's, but it's tiny. Every year when I go to the Fringe Festival... I'm reminded that we have a fire museum. <laughs> I said, oh, there it is. No programming. No, you I don't even eat. know what they do there. I know. They should have firemen strip <laughs> shows or something. <laughs> I go there. You want to raise some money for the firehouse museum? Are you to talking to me? <laughs> you as in like the royal you, everybody uh, out there. Uh, have a strip show? I'm going to do it. You should. Yeah, we're going to raise some money for the firehouse museum. Okay. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> The uh, Friends of the Manello Museum of American Art announced their winning selected architect last year for their new gallery expansion. It was Brooks and Scarpa and KMF Architects. They're going to head the project with a 40,000 square foot expansion to the property. They were just uh, they were selected by the Architect magazine as being an amazing design. They you, just you a won a big award. You Architect Magazine? Actually, I am. You, you are? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. So Scotty got me a, a gift subscription for Christmas. Nice. I've looked at it twice, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> if you're listening, Scotty, great present. Uh, they said of the design, the design balances the quite the quiet spaces necessary for the thoughtful contemplation of art, the bold forms essential to revitalizing a civic institution, and the sustainable measures required for successful contemporary development. It's just going to be like a plain building. <laughs> 40,000 feet. It's 40, a 40, square cubist, feet. actually. It's, it oh, really? Tiny. Yeah, if you want to see pictures of it, we have it up on bungalore.com. <laughs> Another museum they actually just had the groundbreaking ceremony for is the Girl Scouts Women's History Museum and Cultural Center. Where is that at? And they're building over in the Colonial Town. They're transitioning their office building into a museum oh, and cultural center. It's right there by the YMCA. Or the Y. Yeah, right next to it. They just painted it like that Girl Scouts blue. I thought it was green. It's a No, it's a blue. I thought it was green. Boy Scouts is green, right? No, I think it's the other way around. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it'd be weird if it's a Boy Scouts blue. No, it is blue. Boy Scouts are blue. <laughs> Fighting? No. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, it's going to be all about women. Great. Check it out. <laughs> they announced it during today, or on the 12th, which is the National Girl Scout Day, which recognizes the anniversary of the first Girl Scout meeting, which was held in 1912. So good luck, Girl Scouts. I love that idea. What, what's the whole hubbub going on on Orange Avenue and Winter Park? What's Everybody's freaking out about that. Like this the overlay, overlay thing? Uh, it is... I don't know what to tell you. Oh, do you know we what talked I'm talking about? about? It before. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a code enforcement thing that they're going to do where around the Lombardi's yeah. building that would limit and control and promote certain types of development. That was Giovanni Fernandez. Oh, that just walked by. Ah, it's the owner of Hourglass District. Oh, That's how you know Pig Floyd's is hopping. Well, I'm sick. I didn't want him to see uh, me you don't want, less than you don't 100%. Him sick, and then he hates you for life. Yeah, because I love him. You do. <laughs> what were we talking about? The Overlay the District? The Orange Avenue Overlay. Yeah. I've seen some 
So what Hubbub. spurred that is, and we've talked. If you type overlay district into bungalore.com, you'll see what we're talking about. Like down to the actual boundaries, which is that. Like what do they uh, want? The they Fox want to build Hill. new buildings or something? Yeah, they want to make it more dense. Ah, and and density and intensity of development is hard for winter parkers to get behind, right? And part of that reason is because they like two story, three story buildings, and in this overlay district, right where the Lombardi's place is, the people who own that property, the old Lombardi's, we should say, old Lombardi's, where the heavy, where the heavy is, yeah, they they would tear that down and make it into a multi use project, kind of like Mills Park, okay. And make it like I think it was like nine stories tall. Yeah, like the buildings across the street. Yeah, which <laughs> makes sense. You parallel development on on corners, right? Yeah. You want it to parallel other development. But people were freaking out. And Winter Parkers have had enough of growth, most of them, and they don't want to see more tall buildings because it affects the. What's the word they always use for Winter Park? Quaint. The quaintness. Quaintness. That's a whole other part of Winter Park, though. Like Preserve that's not quaintness. that's not Park Avenue. No, and that in that different part and, of Winter Park, and that makes sense because that whole thoroughfare has been treated as something that's more urban. It's more de- more developed. They have chain stores. They have department stores. The Winter Park Village. Like you can't treat that corridor the same way that you're treating your your Park Avenue. No, it's different. You just I, can't. I did notice they're knocking down like. Was that like a school or a bank or whatever that was right there? Up the street? Yeah, AT&T? Yeah, something? that's the city of Winter Park owns that property. Oh, okay. They're uh, like knocking it down now, finally. Yeah, that's and that's been a big point of contention because the people want it to be developed. They want it to be something other than vacant. And so people are, but some people want it to just be park space. What are, so are they making it park space or are they going to uh, It's still develop? up in the air. I think know. they're just getting it prepped. And to be honest, my... If we're talking about the same property. It's always been a weird eyesore, though. Like, you have all these sort of nice places, and all of a yeah. sudden it's like this dumpy... There's too much development and cool businesses and things happening around there for that to stay the way it has exactly. been. And that's why Winter Park is feeling this uh, p- pressure now from other developers and from residents of, like, this is kind of the Wild West of Winter Park. We need to kind of step up the way that we've been controlling other development sites because this is catching on without us and we don't have any real uh, say-so in what's happening. Because if they had had their way and if they had had uh, that zoning, like the overlay district in place, th- things like the heavy probably wouldn't have happened because they don't they didn't like the heavy when it started. Okay. Uh, they didn't get it. The pop-ups don't make sense to them. There's, there's restaurants popping up with open flame where there shouldn't be. And there's too many people in there for like one restroom. And, and is it a, is it a, a restaurant or a coffee shop or a retail shop. And it, and so mixed uses like that and mixed concepts are really hard for Winter Parker uh, City Hall people to get behind. They want it to be one or the other. And so things like the overlay district gives the city tools and, and uh, categories where they can lump things in. And if it doesn't fit in those pre-assigned categories, then it's easier for them to say no. I guess I wonder, like, where, I oh, wasn't yes. here 20 years ago, but, I mean, was there a big fight with Winter Park Village? Because that used to be a mall. I, I don't know. I've heard. It I was like a regular so. mall over there. I think it's too... So this is a gateway property, whereas Winter Park Village uh, was on the periphery of a majority black-owned neighborhood so we talked about this during the first part of the show and things change as i said so disneyland closed but it now sounds like disney world has closed too 
Uh, this is uh, we're recording on Thursday night, and so uh, we're just sort of looking at the details it right live now. Live came up just as we're talking, and Orlando and Sentinel just wrote about it. Yeah, I don't know how long they're closed. Probably a, a month. It's only closed a couple of times. When I remember nine eleven, and then it's there's never like closed for more than like three days, though. And this is for the rest of March. <laughs> the rest of March. That's a huge deal. Think of all the people that come here from all over the wow. world who, like, they plan their vacations years in advance. They Disney, save up for years. Disney Cruise Line is suspending all of their departures starting Saturday, too. I believe that. That that doesn't surprise me as much as well, Disney World. Well, the state was kind of, you know, dissuading people from, from doing cruises. But that's a huge... No, the, gov- the, the federal government was. They were telling people not to go on cruises. So Disneyland, we don't know this, but Disneyland earlier said that they were going to be paying people uh, their their scheduled hours through the end of the month. Like, they'd still get paid. So I'm assuming that's going to be the same case for Disney World. Because, man, what an impact that'll have. Uh, wow. That's real. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, huh. think of all the people that stay there, too. It's not just going to a theme park. It's... All those people that go to hotels and Disney Springs and the food and it's just that's going to be a huge economic dent here in Central Florida. That is weeks. That's yeah. weeks. Weeks. So like we p- tip positions people who depend on those tips because you get paid this less per hour. Break. Spring break is right about to hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. Once again, if you're Going to school in Michigan, you come down here for spring break to go to Disney World with your family. John, I don't even know what to. We can. Even, I have all these little headlines after this. Well, we so can, I, don't even I know mean, if we wanna... you know, we can still talk about okay. those things. But that that just came up as we were sitting here, so that's going to be one of many things that <laughs> happen here. Jeez, uh, here in Central Florida. Uh, well, if you're one of those people who is going to be hurting for cash, we just put up a rental roundup of eight. Orlando homes that you can rent for under fifteen hundred dollars a month, which we know is an ongoing issue in Orlando. I saw that when you're working, not, we're not the the worst region anymore <laughs> for affordable housing. Did you see that story? Is that okay? I have so many questions, and it must be because they just assigned a new budget to us. It's possible, right? Which probably just immediately puts us out because they can qualify like oh well we have this money budgeted so we're not the worst that's probably all it yeah, is. yeah i think number one they said was las vegas oh uh, or maybe they just maybe they just got worse maybe <laughs> there was a bunch there was worse. a bunch of there was the whole list of them but they said orlando was like number seven now well okay but it could be different criteria it could be a whole lot of things that that changed it the, the from ranking. what i understand they're going to be phasing out most of the affordable housing properties that we have here in town and not replacing them Right. And so what they're what I've heard is that it's going to be going to a voucher program. But the problem is voucher programs don't necessarily work when you're when you're in an economy where there's no vacancies. And I mean, I know there's some problems with Section 8 housing because there's like places that don't take it or there's so many people that line up for it. That okay, you give out ten thousand vouchers, but there's only a hundred properties like, that take them. Yeah, and I feel like there's like twenty some thousand people who are on that program. Oh, I'm sure there already. Is. It's probably super long that list. Yeah. Oh man, but they just got a huge budget increase, so hopefully that impacts. They're actually gonna be doing something with that cash. I don't know what it is yet. We haven't written about that story yet. Uh, we're getting a protected bike lane. 
on Pine Street. Just one. Just one. <laughs> From one uh, one block to the <laughs> next block. <laughs> You're safe right here. <laughs> Keep going back and forth. spot on Pine Street. <laughs> it's going to be part of that eight and a half mile uh, beltway that's going to connect Gertrude's Walk and that new lane that's going to be on uh, under, what's it, Underhill? I've, oh. Under. Lake Underhill? Yeah, Lake Underhill. There's going to be a path along there all the way around. We'll be able to go all the way around Orlando. And so this little part will go from the Constitution Green up a little bit over to Pine Street and, and up into downtown. All right. To the Was that like a half a mile? Yeah, basically. It's a 10-foot two-way bike bike lane uh, separated with a three-foot concrete barrier. Oh, I like that. Which is great. That's progress. Bike advocates have been harassing the city for years that if we're going to be putting in bike lanes, they need to be protected. Because if you ever use that one on Rosalind. Or Colonial. Or, or, yeah, Colonial. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Nobody sees Not Colonial you. Orange. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nobody. They'll just go wherever they want to go. Yeah. If there's not going to be a buffer there. Yeah. And it's not even painted in some parts yeah, of I that. ride the one on Edgewater, but Edgewater is a two-way road, so it's usually not too bad. I got some good news. Oh, finally. We've been <laughs> 35, 40 Tearing minutes into the apart. show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> WUCF TV is aiming to be a national advocate for local arts and culture. Uh, I think we've pe- talked about this before. Are they back on the air finally? Uh, you know what? I actually don't know. <laughs> I assume they are. I hope so. We haven't heard anything, though. Th- that's either a good news or bad or news, bad I guess. News. They, uh, you're ruining my bad, <laughs> my sorry, good news piece. They, uh, <laughs> they are trying to launch a new initiative to showcase the region's arts organizations nationally. So they did a test last Christmas with the Bach Festival Society of Winter Park where they recorded one of their performances. Yes. And then they shared it on WCFPBS. And then I think another, a couple of other affiliate stations picked it up. That was so successful that now they're working with a distribution arm that could be sharing it to like at least 40% of the city's PBS networks. Wow. They could get more. That's great. And they're working with all the local arts organizations to find and identify key events and performances through the year that need to be documented and then they can share them to people all over the country. That's great. I think that's awesome. Have you been to a Bach Festival event? I, not for a while. Uh, I gave you my tickets away. Yeah, I, I've gone. It's great. They're fantastic. I mean, I'm not like super into classical well, if you music, wanna, but I like, I like performances. All the time, John. You don't ever let me know that. Well, I'll invite you. Okay, now. I'll You're go. Good to go. All right. Cool. I'll get you your, uh, your lovely wife to go with you, okay. too. I'll get you a twofer. All right. They did a really good event where they played the soundtrack to a silent movie of Joan of Arc, and it was fantastic. Ooh, I like that. It was really, really good. Do you... How do you feel about... Scooters in general, you like? Them, I like right? them. I think they're a little pricey. I can get, I can take an Uber for just as far as I can <laughs> you, take a scooter. But sometimes you're not moving. You're not moving. I'm not moving faster. on a scooter. I'm standing there. <laughs> yeah. I just got an accident. <laughs> they got rid of the bikes. I was on a line the other day. I was trying to like scoot it forward faster, and I was trying so hard to like. I was just goofing off. Do we already decide we were just going to throw a bunch of old Razor scooters out? <laughs> yes. Free. We should just write free on them. Okay. Oh, we should. <laughs> yeah. Subversive. Uh-huh. Oh, I like that. People just take them home. Uh, <laughs> the Winter Park Commission is begrudgingly looking into passing some scooter regulations. Why? I just feel like they would just say no. They are getting pressured. and they who? And to be honest, they all basically said no. But yeah, they were like, I just don't see it. But there. look at it. And so if you want to see mobility kinda... scooters, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that, we saw that. What's that funny, that funny, the, the onions. Swamp cabbage. Swamp cabbage. They wrote about it. When they, in it like ATVs. 
Yeah. Yeah. Swamp. Yeah. What is it? Swampcabbage.com. I love yeah. that. That's such a funny website. Haven't updated in a while, but they, they, they maybe soon they'll update. Oh, well, let's bug them because I like, right. I want more from them. They, uh, they want scooters, but they don't want them. And everybody's afraid of them. One of the commissioners was like, I tried one once and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so wrote All about, right. Well, I believe that guy. <laughs> they wrote about it. And I said, thanks, Ted. Commissioner Weaver tried it once, but didn't inhale. <laughs> I, got, I couldn't, I couldn't they hold should, back. They should, uh, they should okay them, but they should make them go one mile an hour. One mile, and they don't so, want them on the sidewalk. So they fall over. There's no room, there's no room on the sidewalks in Winter Park. No. Like, uh, in Park Avenue, if you're, they're specifically talking about the Central Business District yeah. in Winter Park. There's just no room. It's not that big. You can walk from one end to the other in like five minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. They maybe. don't really need them. They're, no. Have more bikes. I helped them start the first uh, bike program. Yeah, how's that going? At Winter Park Public Library. It's going going great. Yeah? Yep. The Rollins College has one too. It was one of the first ones in, in the district. You could take it out with your library card. I want to say something about Amy Sweezy. <coughs> Go for it. So Amy Sweezy is leaving West Channel 2. Unacceptable. Yeah, she's been there 16 years. I used to work with Amy. She's a meteorologist there, the morning weather woman, and she I'm is... sterilizing my hands. Keep going. Okay. She's she's leaving. She put, posted on Facebook today, on Thursday, that after 16 years, it's uh, time to hang up her, her clicker, <laughs> her weather clicker. Inappropriate. And uh, she's going to do some new things. Didn't say what she's going to do well, yet. I, I read it. She didn't. She said she doesn't know what she's going to do, but she's right. excited to be able to sleep in or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've ever worked that shift, which oh. you haven't, um, I get. I I kind of stopped doing the Fox Thirty Five one every week because it was too early. Yeah, for me. and you got up at like nine be to get there. Eight thirty. Eight yeah. thirty a.m. So their their morning show starts at like four, which means you probably got to get up at like two two thirty. No, so never. you're ready to go. Never. Ever. And then you got to be cheery at at three. And Amy's always cheery so i hope she lands somewhere she where she wants, she wants to. to i agree she's great what do you she's, think she'll do um i i think work if, for a pr firm i think but i think she'd be a better just spokesperson for something i agree yeah just the person out front of a hospital or a or a kid's charity or something i think she'd be great at it she married yeah yeah no. she's married her husband's great his name's john he's a great guy they have kids john sweezy uh i think sweezy's her Maiden name, I good, think. Good yeah. choice. That's uh-huh. a great name. No, but they're great. They're a great couple, and uh, I hope for the. I I wish the best for her. Well, Fellow Michigander. Sweet. So. Well, okay. Well, is she for a Uper? Uh, no, she's from okay. somewhere else. That's okay. <laughs> did you see that winning design that was chosen for the Winter Park I four ramp? I did. I know. I'm sure a lot of people hate on things, but I, I think it. it's kind of cool. People hate it. Uh, nobody. Tell me something that people are like. Oh, I like that. Tacos. When was the last time you posted something like, "Oh, I love it." Ah, uh, 60, 60 vines, not one. Better. That's a restaurant. I mean, like an art design. Oh, thing. art design. Everybody hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we wrote about the uh, what was the church downtown that put out? It's a statue sleeping of Jesus, Jesus sleeping on it. Oh yeah, homeless uh, Jesus. People were so mad. Uh huh. A that they were mad because they misunderstood. They thought the Jesus statue was taking up a bench. No, not true. It. That's a national thing. Like they're they're all over the country. It's just a form. You just buy the statue. Like, oh yeah, yeah. People it's, don't understand. It's kind of a reminder, like you know, you should treat everybody. They don't. They don't like art, and so this specific. This this looks like it's like a a wall almost of like rainbow. Oh, this straws. Is, we're not talking about homeless Jesus anymore. No, no. So okay. this this winning. <laughs> what should I say? How do we rainbow context is, rainbow design? The I four ultimate is giving out a couple million dollars. Maybe no, one point five, one point five million dollars. Yeah, for public art 
projects at six cities along the corridor. And so Winter Park is one of the cities, and they were the first ones to announce who their winning artist was. I actually don't know the name of the artist. It was I thought a, it was an architectural firm. A, yeah, it is, a design firm. Yeah. One. Um, and it looks like straws, like bendy straws in a series, like a fence. And it's all, everyone is a different color. And everyone who commented, not everyone, 80% of the people who commented were like, I don't understand. This is distracting. How how is this? It's gonna be too distracting to get on the on ramp. Like, <laughs> like the millions me. of other lights around you aren't distracting. Like, if you're that you much of a distracted driving. driver, yeah, like you can't get a scooter. Oh my god, <laughs> they probably can't even. They're the ones that are afraid to be on a scooter because they don't know how to drive. Anyway, we don't have any events this week because everything's canceled. But we're gonna share something on Bungalow about things you can do. That aren't by yourself. That you do by yourself. That aren't dirty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what we'll be doing. So thank check you. that out, bungler.com. We got to say thanks to Pig Floyd's. And thank you to Marone Interiors. Eventful. Guys, if you're out there having fun this weekend, uh, be careful and be nice to each other. I don't want to hear one more story about people fighting at Publix over milk. Nope. nope. Just buy a cow for free. <laughs> <laughs>